Hey, beautiful people. Hey, beautiful people. Hey, it's your girl, Donna C. Shea back at it again with another back at it again. Welcome to another moment in time with us where we get to connect with one another. We get to connect with God and we get to connect with our ability to build relationships with God. This is another episode of Healing After Dark, which is our Bible study, pod family, you can't see me, but I'm putting up air quotes when I say Bible study, which is our Bible study nights where we just kind of dive into the word and understand the voice of God for ourselves in a deeper way. Um, Thank you for joining me. If you are a new subscriber, thank you so much. We have so many new listeners every single day. It's really, 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 really wild. I'm so, 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 so grateful. We are growing. We are expanding. And honestly, y'all, let me tell y'all something. Let me give y'all a little tea. It feels bittersweet to see the elevation and to see the unfolding of all of the things we have spoken, all of the seeds we have sown. When you still have areas of in your life that aren't, not that it's out of alignment, but it's other people's journeys to take. And this week has been so weird. Not weird in a sense of, I don't know what the hell was happening, but weird in a sense of... Knowing and learning and growing has been such an odd journey in and of itself and this week it just opened my eyes to another level of growth that not that i wasn't necessarily ready to take but it just exposed to me where i am and the path that i'm on and the alignment with that and often when we go through things in life when we're tried when we're tested when tribulations arise we question ourselves we question whether or not what we're trying to build or what we're going for or the season in our lives that we're we are we are striving for may not be something that we can do or we we constantly tell ourselves that there's there's more work to be done or we need to have this in order or or this needs to be right or this needs to be perfect and where you are is enough with what you have is enough And all those things arise, we have to get to the point in our journeys where trials and tribulations don't move us to the point of disbelief in the promises of God on our lives, to the to the point where we 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 may be in the middle of a storm, but we're okay with getting wet. And 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 we may be in the middle of the flames, but it's not singeing us a bit kind of that 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 peace that passes all understanding and sometimes the fire comes to introduce us to ourselves enough to introduce us to that next level of peace that we're seeking for so today i'm going to be coming from first corinthians first corinthians chapter three and i'm going to read verses one through 23 but then i'm gonna come back to y'all y'all know how i go I'm going to come back to the real focus of where God had me. And the way that this came about, honestly, it happened late last night or early this morning. The 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 message was there. The scripture wasn't yet. You see what I'm saying? So I had to wait until God gave me the actual 
word. Like I got the insight for what I was wanting to speak to you guys about. And I just had to wait for the actual word. So the way that it came about was um, a disconnection happened, not a disconnection, uh, uh, a momentary pause has taken place with my mother and I relationship. I don't know if she knows, but I know. Um, and it's not for the sake of wanting to disconnect. It's for the sake of my own peace, my own sanity, uh, preserving my own journey to not allow my energy to go back into a place that I've already worked on moving it away from. And I could very much sit and do the whole talking and explaining thing, but where I'm at, I don't want to, and I've said enough. So now it's in God's hands. And I mean that with all respect and all love and all sincerity, I have learned to ask God questions, ask myself questions, especially in times of tribulations or in times where I'm trying to make sense of a situation that's going on. I am not somebody who really turns to external vices. I turn inward. So I sit there and I'm asking God, what what is the point of this moment? What is the, not necessarily the point, because sometimes we don't always get the answers the way that we think that we were supposed to get them. So not necessarily looking for an outcome or, or it, honestly, even clarity, just how am I supposed to maneuver with this energy now moving forward? How do I, in a healthy way, um, create space for me to stay on the path in which you have had me traveling on while still honoring how I feel and where I'm going. So while I was having that question, this video came on my Instagram and it was, a, I think it was Ty Trippett talking. What I also learned in that moment was when there's captions on a video, I don't know who's going in the background. I really, I don't know. But what it said was, and this really hurt, this really like clicked for me, like real, real quick was pain proves to us who we are. And every time, and then it God took me back to every time, you know, a situation is arose with family, friends, love, what, whatever the case may be. Again, I may have matched energies, may have cussed people out, but I went straight into asking God to make it make sense for me. I made, I went, I go straight to asking myself where I could have been better or what I did wrong or, or even if, 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 if I don't feel necessarily that I was wrong, I try really hard to put myself on both sides of the fence because the foundation that I'm building, especially with, as it, in respect to that connection is a, a, a spinoff of another foundation. And sometimes we unknowingly and unwillingly uh, build our foundations within ourselves, within our journeys to be identical matches or competitions with the, the previous foundation that was laid upon us. Instead of allowing our growth to be ours and allowing other people's journeys to be theirs. So that's how this kind of came about. Um, I was looking up scriptures on how to, on transmutation of energy, because one of the things that I am more aware of in this season is the power that we have to transmute energy. And when I say that, I mean, being able to take 
what is being given to us, whether we perceive it negative or positive, and use that in a way that it does become a positive force for us instead of succumbing to the energy that is being presented to us instead of coming succumbing to the ideology that may be trying to become a storyline within us because for whatever reason it's easy to be happy but sometimes it's easier to be bad and what i mean by that is comfortability is always going to be whatever our sweet spot is so if our flesh is com comfortable in our depression and our doubt and our fear and our worry and our shame and our and our whatever negatively perceived emotions when things come that that make us question the good or make us perceive that moment in a way that is not in alignment with with what we are striving for, it kind of sometimes resorts us back to the previous energy. So I kind of, I wanted to find a word that, that spoke to what it means to transmute the power and, and how we're protected and how we don't have to go into battle or go into war with ourselves or with the world or with that person. Whether you got your heart broken, all men or all women are not this, that, and the third just because that experience was this. Or you know what I mean, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of where this came about. So let's get into it. First Corinthians 3, starting with verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto ye, ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able, for ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you yet carnal, Oh, for whereas there is among you envying, strife, and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while the carnal, for while one saith, I am of Paul, and the other, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? So the way that God translated this to me, now it pertains to obviously the questions that I had. And I know y'all like, girl, it's supposed to be our Bible study. It is for y'all. It is for y'all. As I journey, so you journey, and we journey together. Amen, amen, amen. Um, the part that is spoken to me, I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto ye not, were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. Sometimes when we are going about our journeys of ascension, of growing, we go through so many seasons and I watch my people go through a lot of the beginning seasons that when you're like the rawest with your emotions, when you're the most maybe in pain or you're the most uh, hurt or you're, you're, you're in the most seeking season of your life where you're, where, where you're just looking for insight to what you have been feeling. And as soon as you find something that makes sense, you kind of cling on to that ideology and you kind of run with it. And when we, as we ascend in that journey, as we ascend for ourselves, we learn so much more. So when we go up against energies that are in another season with us, we try to feed them the meat. We try to feed them where we are now, right? Because sometimes we're like, well, you were here when I was drinking milk. And when, when God speaks of milk, he speaks, he speaks of, I like to think of it as truth. Every season, another truth is given unto us, right? 
So when we're given milk, when we're kids, it's it's real simple stuff. It's real simple insight. It's real simple answers. It's it's because it's I said so. It's don't worry about that. It's stay in a child's place. It's grown folks conversation. It's a separation between the reality in the world that people try to paint for us, depending on your background, some of us are met with different truths. And even though as children, even if we're met with pain, we still have that imagination within us that allows us to, to still yearn for that milk. So that's what we're given. We're given simple things, simple things as a child. And as we grow, the food becomes a little bit more heartier, right? Like you, how you feed a baby. One minute they want a milk, now they eat and get your french fries or they chewing on a chicken wing. It's the same idea, but in the spiritual sense, we go through things and sometimes it's a soft landing, right? For our own mental capacities. And sometimes we given hard blows. The point of all of it is to grow though. And when he, when God came back and was like, um, Ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. To, are ye able? Sometimes we allow situations and experiences in our lives to cripple us to the point where we don't allow ourselves to grow. So when we're met with energy that has grown past the stages we are, we feel attacked. We feel like they should feel more understanding. We feel like there should be a level of, of compassion. There should be, when the reality is, at the point of wherever you are, whether somebody is measuring it by age or maturity, at some point, we have to make a conscious decision to allow ourselves to transition from milk unto meat. So when 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 God comes down, when when God in the, in the Old Testament was giving us, trying to give us straight understanding in the garden, he told us, don't do one thing, milk. So then he had to hit us with the meat, which was the kicking us out. You know what I'm saying? Cain and Abel was a lesson for us in, in, in rivalry. Cain was milk. And, and, and Abel was given meat. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I got that reversed. Abel was milk. Cain, no, Cain was, was milk. Abel was given meat. Why do I say that? Abel had grown into his journey to the point where he was no longer trying to excuse his journey for the outcomes that he's seen. He wanted, he wanted to be in connection in an alignment. Cain wanted the outcome. Cain was attached to how it looked. Cain was attached to what he thought it meant. Cain was attached to status and standards and how it was perceived. So it was given baby. It was given, it was given immature. And we don't understand how when we're worried about everything but what God said to us, it's giving immature to him. It's giving you're not able to. You're still in the same place. You're still in the same mindset. You're still in the same energy. I tried to give you milk, but you're still in. Sometimes God allows us to get, to get introduced to the energies like this, especially as we're ascending to prove to us, to prove to ourselves where we are. So we know how to rightfully divide the spirit and the flesh. That is the point. Moving forward. Verse five. Oh, I'm on, I, I fell off. For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am on Apollos, Apollos, are ye not carnal? We get so 
caught up in this journey of compartmentalizing ourselves. We identify who we are based upon who we're around, who we're attached to, who the who this person, when we're all people of God. So you're sitting here saying you're this, you're that, you're this, but and then and and, and and when the separation and the division comes, it allows a thinking of one being better than the other, especially if there is not somebody in the midst of that that has the awareness to understand that it is not you versus me, it is us versus this spirit. There's a spirit here that is trying to get in the way of us, but at the same time, there's always a source to the spirit. So if the spirit is not mine, because oftentimes when we're entangled with people, we take on the weight of the situation. But if the spirit is not mine to take on, then it's for you to figure out because you need to pick the side that matters. And the side that matters is the one that God said. Not the one that this person said or the one that ma- that person said to make you feel good, to make you to make you feel more more better or make you feel more uh, 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 um soothed in your flesh because you're unable to be aware of yourself enough to know when you are still sucking on the milk. And I'm trying to feed you meat. So you try to attach yourself to one group or another to make it seem like you're more meatier than you're not. Or that you're, 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 you're more milkier than you need to be. You see what I'm saying? Okay, moving forward. Verse 5. Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers by whom ye believe. Even as the Lord gave to every man. I don't care what nobody says. We are not gods. And sometimes we place people on pedestals in ways and positions that does not belong to them, especially when it comes down. And this is one of my I feel like family can be a crutch for a lot of people in a way of we respect titles so much in the families to the point of disrespecting ourselves. Because that's your grandmother's brother, you can't speak on the uncle that touched and molested so many of you and your nieces and your nephews or your cousins or whatever. Because that's that's grandpa, we can't speak on him being an ancient ass baby daddy because that's so-and-so's uncle or that's so-and-so's brother or that's so-and-so's in. Because this is somebody's aunt, cousin, uncle, we can't say the things that we know are impacting us in, in this generation and possibly previously others because it's going to offend or it's going to make somebody feel some type of way. We can't speak on the truth because, oh, they're in a certain position or they're of a certain status or because they have a certain label attached to them that, that they are demanding of a certain kind of respect. And I say to this always, who the fuck are you? I have planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. I'm going to read that again. So who then is Paul, who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believe? 
Even as the Lord God gave to every man, I have planted Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. But every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. <laughs> I gave God gave the increase. I think oftentimes we think because we have an idea or we have a power of position or we have a responsibility to carry something around that we think we somehow have autonomy over these people. And I watch it every day, people who are in positions of, of higher information or just higher access or higher resource or higher connectivity, they use it as a weapon against other people, making it seem like the people can no longer move forward without their support without their say-so, without their likes, without their share, without their stamp of approval. And I always say back to that, worry not about what man can do for you, but worry about what God already said is done in your life. Because he that planteth and he that watereth don't even matter. It is God that gives increase. So you can sow and you can talk sometimes in situations all day long, but unless God is the one to give clarity to it, it doesn't even matter what you do. So we have to learn how to pick and choose our battles wisely. Why? Because sometimes we're sowing in seasons in which we need to be reaping other blessings. Sometimes we're sowing in gardens that are dead for, that are dead ground right now in this season, wanting our hope and our faith to be the thing that brings it back to life. When I'm telling you the only thing that matters is what God says, and God will always tell you in the spirit whether or not it is meant for you to pursue or whether it's not as meant for you to let it go and allow it to come around in another time. So we place these, 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 these hopes and these dreams on these people, on these people, thinking that they're somehow the gateway to our answers, to our increase, to our next level, to our connectivity, to our healing, when it is God who gives. It is God, for we are God's husbandry. That means I'm a wife. I'm locked down. And not in a, a, a weird kind of way, because some of y'all ended up going crazy over that, but in a way where our relationship is so intimate and it's so personal and it's so one that I allow God to be God and I allow me to just be me. Whatever God does is what God chooses to do. Whatever increase comes, whatever insight comes, whatever, whatever elevation comes, whatever growth comes, it comes because God allowed it, not just because I planted the seeds. We're not growing just because I pressed record. You know how many times I press record? It's growing because God allows it to grow. We're growing because God has given increase. We're growing because God has given way. We're growing because God said, and when we allow God to have his way and stop putting our, our everything on the people, on the people just because we see them sowing or we see them watering or we see a, no, believe in God and God only, God only. Now, jumping down to verse 10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, 
As a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth on thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now that if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, Every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. I think we really like to delude ourselves on the outcomes that we see or the outcomes that we desire to see. It's the same as faith without works is dead for the day will reveal it. For the day will reveal the foundation that you laid. And I was thinking about this from the perspective of parents, okay? I was trying to understand how you can grow up in a way that produces a certain kind of outcome for you. Then to turn around and have children and build a life for them that produces the same, if not worse, conditions. And for a long time, I allow myself to be plagued by that thinking, that thinking that I was somehow responsible for the foundation of another person. And just because it was my parent that I'm thinking of in this way, it, 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 makes, it plays with you a little bit different. But when God said, but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. It was a reminder for me to pay attention to your own garden. What you sow, you reap. What another person sow, they reap. It's not my job. And I think oftentimes, and we're going to talk about this more next week on our Mother's Day episode. I think oftentimes as children, we punish ourselves for the life we didn't ask to have. We punish ourselves for the outcome of our relationship with our parents and we feel like we're broken. We feel like something's wrong with us or we're not worthy or we're not worth it or we're any of these things. When I'm here to tell you, build your foundation better. That is the only thing we have to worry about. It's not our jobs to be another person's solution. And I'm not just talking about with our parents, with anybody in this world, whether it's a coworker, whether it's a stranger, whether it is a, 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 a intimate partner, a friendship. It's not to say don't help people. It's to say everybody has to take heed. Everybody has to take heed how their foundation is built, how their foundation is built. Every man's work shall be made manifest, meaning what you do, what you do, not what you say. What you do is what the evidence is going to be against you. How you maneuver is what's going to your character is what's going to, what is your character? Your character is how you show up. So if everybody, and how you show up in every aspect of your life, not just one over the other, how you show up, your character, what you put into this world, into this atmosphere, will be revealed, will be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's heart. Trials and tribulations are going to arise to try your heart.
to try where you said you wanted to be, to establish what you said you wasn't going to do no more, to make way for the boundaries you know you need to create, the healing you know you have not taken advantage of, the things that you said that you wanted to do that you're still entertaining. Fire is going to come. Tests are going to come because are you going to believe the lies that are trying to be fed to you or are you going to stand firm on the promises that God said to you? Are you going to stand firm on the faith that you said you had? Are you going to keep going when the dreams start to get a little bit hard and a little bit heavy? When the connections aren't there? When the audience isn't there? When the people aren't giving you the rounds of the applause? When the support isn't there? When the love that you need that you think you need from the people are not there? Are you going to depend on them more than you depend on God? Are you? Are you? Are you? For every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it. I don't ever have to speak. My work is going to speak for itself. I don't ever have to prove myself to anybody. My work is going to prove with itself. I don't have to be a convenience to anybody. My work is convenient enough for me. I don't have to show up. We don't have to show up more or less than for anybody. We are enough because our work that was revealed by fire, those of us light bearers who stand the test of time, who stand the test of time and then try to try to forget the power that is within you because you think if you stay in the shadows that the light can't find you, baby, you are it and it's coming whether you want it or not. Whether you want it or not. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved. How many people you know have gone through trials and tribulations so attached to their things that the moment that the things start to change, so does their speaking. So does their believing, so does their walk, so does their talk, so does their whole lifestyle. So identified by what you thought you were, you were valued by, that the moment that the value was no longer there to the perception of whoever's standards, other than God's, they lose their goddamn minds. We think that sometimes things equate to abundance. If I have more things, then I'm happier. But sometimes things just bury you alive. These things that we attach ourselves to, be it external, external, physical things that you could touch or physical people that we like to place on pedestals and positions of powers in our lives that they don't belong to, it will always burn up. Seasons will always change. There is a time for everything. And it's not that you might go through a season where you lose it all over and over and over again, unless that's your journey, unless that's your lesson, unless there's something in that in which God is make, allowing you to go through that you need to learn. But it's to say that we are always going something, very much something is going to happen at all times in our lives. There's going to be a season, a fire, a this, a that, smoke here, what the there. Every time, every time, but we have to be rooted. We have to be rooted, rooted. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defy the temple of God, him shall God destroy for the temple of God is holy, which he vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. 
You don't ever have to match energies. You're allowed to feel how you feel. We are humans. Allow yourself to feel every emotion. Do not hold on to that energy, but transmute it in a way that it works for your benefit. There's no reason for me to come down where you are just to tell you that you are where you are. I don't have to. I can stay exactly where I am and give off the same vibes without it interrupting my flow or sowing a seed in my garden of damage. Not just for me, but for those who are connected to what we are building, to what we are aiming for. We easily give our power of way and situation just because somebody made us feel some type of way fuck them respectfully and disrespectfully fuck them what is ours is ours and the moment that we allow us somebody an ex an, an external source an external energy to come into our atmosphere and try to dictate our outcomes we've already given our power away and the power is God's. And God says that the power of him rests inside of you for you are the temple of God. And you don't have to do anything for God will destroy him. That's why I speak so vehemently the words of one of my favorite uh, mantras. And one of my favorite things is um, <clears throat> every tongue that rises up in judgment against me shall be condemned. Every tongue that rises up against me in judgment shall be condemned. Every one of them, every one of them, you have to believe it. Let no man deceive himself and any man, if any man among you seemeth to be wise in his world, let him become a fool that may he may be wise. We don't know nothing. We don't, even if we know something, even if we know something, it is not for us to go around decreeing and declaring that it is ours because it's not. It is not. Sometimes I open up my mouth when I'm talking to y'all and I'd be so shocked when I listen back to what, I'm, what I just said to y'all. Like, wow. One day I was writing a status. Uh, 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 I think it was an introductory status to one of the, the, one of the, the uploads that I'm doing. And God gave me the word ruminate. Now, I know what the word is. Okay. But it was given a real life T.D. Jakes moment. And I was like, you better go here, God. Why? Because in myself, in myself, I am, I, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. And when we are, and this is what I mean by that, I have, I'm getting to a point where my journey where I don't want to proclaim or claim onto anything that I know for a fact God blessed me with. The things that I'm, I'm able to speak on, the, the belief system that I have been blessed with to have is not because I was raised in it. It was not because my life was geared towards this. It was not because I was groomed for this. It was not because I, 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 it was every everything, every belief, every hope, every ounce of love that I have in my life is all because of God. To be, to be able to have, to, to be in front of it is all because of God. Where I am is all because of God. I take no glory. I take no, no, no anything because I'm a fool. I'm a fool who is okay with allowing God to have his way in my life, no matter how it may feel to me and my flesh. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise and they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come. All are yours and ye are Christ and Christ is God's. Everything is under our dominion and our command. So when we want things to come into subjection, we don't have to flex a power because it already is. And when the energies around us maybe trying to flex their power, we could go ahead and let them have it. 
and let them have it because what's mine is always going to be mine. And since God said everything in the world is mine, baby, you are mine. You're just mad because that flesh of yours is telling you that you're so attached to it and that you're so attached to the things that it's attached to and the identities and the belief system that it's attached to that you don't even understand that you have to come under subjection of something, whether it's this or that. And you want to tell yourself that you're an independent woman and an independent man. The whole time them demons is leading you and you're being led by them. We don't ever have to get into battle in a way that this world deems worthy. We don't ever have to go into a place that this world deems okay or have a stature or have a look or have a belief or have a whatever that this world deems any fucking thing. Because what God said is so. And we are gods and God is Christ. And Christ is God. You understand what I'm saying? Therefore, let no man glory in men. Have no respect of persons. Stop putting people on pedestals to the point where they change your belief system and yourself and your life and your possibilities. It's okay to be inspired. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be angry, but not angry to the point where I'm becoming a whole new person because of it, where my heart is changing, where my mind is changing, where the way that I walk and I talk and how I show up in the world is changing. People don't have that much power unless we choose to give it to them. And I'm telling you right now, don't choose it. Let the energies be used for your greater for your good, for your better, for your power. Because it's all for that. Whether we see it right now, whether we can find the clarity right now, whether we can feel it, we, we have to pay attention to how our foundation is moving. Not by the foundation of other people, not by the find out foundation of our family, or by the foundation of our friends, the foundation of our parents. It doesn't matter if all of theirs were broken, cracking, and messed up. How are you building yours? When we learn to focus on our business, blessings come. Because you can't control them. You can't make them change. You can't change what they do. You can't force it to be, but you can. You can do all of those things for yourself and allow that light to shine for other people and be an inspiration for them to take their own paths a little more serious in order for everybody to be in one, one cohesive place. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I pray that that served you well. I pray that you got a little bit of insight. I pray that I was clear on what I said to you and how it was given to me. And just stay in your power. I love you. I like you. I like you. God loves you. Be blessed.